oh no, what's happened? Where's sweet Johnny gone? <laughs> I wish I could zoom in. That's the dream, you know. That's the next that's the next step up. That's when I've got staff. Interns. People to do the bidding of the feathery king. You're not far off. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. One day. Sweet Johnny, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. No, Get, no stress dreams? No stress. Wow, yeah. third time lucky. Yep. Get that bad boy right up close. Right up, up, Sorry, up, right into me. Yeah, yeah you know, you're in business. Yeah, fucking business. Guys, it's Tuesday, starting on time. Imagine that. People, people, they do get upset. And I understand. They feel like they're being shied out of two minutes of the show. And then, and then sometimes, I'll finish two minutes early. <laughs> God, they never know. They never know. They God, they're not, they're not clock watching at that time. Christ, they're crying into their pillow, listening to the absolute sorry state of affairs that is the world's news. Unbelievable. Unbearable. You've got Danny in the background there. He's looking saintly. He's looking good. Lord, nice oh Lord Saviour, Danny. God bless him. I pray for him every day. I pray every day. I pray, I pray to him every day. I do. I do. I <laughs> oh, Danny. <laughs> there on I. Make, make this fucking day a good one, yeah, pal? Come on. Don't make it do me nothing. A little Danny prayer, actually, every day might be a good segment to the show. Definitely. Cockney prayers. To the Cockney Jesus. <laughs> Dear Cockney Jesus. I fucking love you. I fucking love the missus and all that. Fucking hell, don't test me sometimes. That's my nut. That's my fucking Sweden, pal. Give me the strength on this day to fucking rise above the mugs, the, sh- the shitters <laughs> and the dickheads and have them not do my fucking Sweden too much. Amen. Slags. Fuck. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slugger. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, to Coffee and Memes, to YouTube, to the face of Sweet Johnny leering down over you as you wake up. <laughs> How did he get in him? He's smiling, no? That's a good thing, I guess. Sweating, no? Has he been crying? <laughs> he smells of booze. <laughs> Is he okay? Is it Monday? Should Is I it Tuesday? <laughs> should, should I call the police? Didn't didn't I used to sleep next to like a husband or something? Where's he? I could use him right now. Uh, guys in the uh, chat, Frisk is saying that there is a new lad at work who's hooked on listening to the show after listening to the episode yesterday. Um, hi, new lad at Frisk's work. Um, you've got that sort of uh, wide-eyed and bushy tail uh, sort of feel that, that people get after the first couple of episodes, but believe me, it goes downhill. 
10, 12 episodes in, and you, you'll you'll be questioning reality. And he hasn't learned New Lad's name yet. No, New Lad. <laughs> oh, well, shout out New Lad uh, uh, at Frisk's work. If he wants to sign up for a, a YouTube account to comment, uh, I recommend the tag name New Lad uh, and join, you know, join join Jenna, Ben Virgo, Hogboy, the hub. Diz Dastardly, Matt Wright, Chad Ryder, Squidge, Stin. Ah, they're all in there. Christ. Hogboy, there he goes. They test me every day, that lot. <laughs> they really do. I don't know whether or not they're treating me mean to keep me keen. It does keep me keen, but it also makes me weep. Off it, air. It triggers you. Uh, well, it's, yeah, they, yeah, they are somewhat triggering, but not as triggering as the news, just in general. Well, or the lack thereof, or the way in which the news is, is presented by these quote-unquote journalists. It's rather bleak. It's not ideal, man. It's not ideal. Um, but we do have some sex doll news. So that's good news, I guess, in a way. Um, it's been a slow few months for sex doll news. I, well, you know, male sex dolls are a thing. We've reported on them before. Apparently, the sales of male sex dolls are, I want to say, out. they're outperforming female sex dolls. but uh, Or they maybe they're, they're really coming up to... On know, par. Yeah. Do you think? Look, I don't want to. Let me get this up on the uh, up on the screen. Look, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm always that guy. But look, I just do you feel like sex dolls, female sex dolls for men, ugh, gross. Male sex dolls for women, empowering. empowering. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) What's the difference? Where did you get the women are lonely? The men are perverts. Yeah, what's the? Come on, hey, I don't want to be that guy. I'm always that guy. And if I have a male sex doll, my wife says I'm weird. Yeah! <laughs> um, male sex dolls are being introduced to adult market, but maybe too heavy to handle. Too... Wow, that's sexist for a start. New sex dolls are being made available to cater for the needs of people across the spectrum of sexuality. Good, good times. Um, you know, the, the, we, should, we should have a sex doll for every, every, every need. Well, they blurred out God there. knows it saves a human having to, to do it. Yeah, right. Um, with the rise of artificial intelligence and the proliferation of avenues for non-traditional pornography, okay, um, it was only a matter of time before the rise of the sex robot, uh, before the rise of the sex robot was upon us. But most people think of sex robots that satisfy the needs of cisgender heterosexual men. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have to say Jasper that. Pickering. Fucking Jasper Pickering. You know he's a male feminist. Um, models such as the £8,000 Harmony sex doll claims to be the first robotic lover to use AI and mimic conversations for pre- and post-coital use. Oh, my God. Just imagine... I'm just... I hadn't really... Uh, I've looked a lot about sex dolls over, over the last year, for better or for worse. And, yeah, you see a lot of the sort of... Um, the ones that are taught back to you, you know, and you can sort of set them to different personality settings if you want them to be like you know a bit coy or if you want them to be quite forward i'd never really considered the post-coital well, this conversation it. normally it's don't touch me don't talk to me yeah get off like yeah. well, you, well, you want them to just sort of uh, some sort of setting where they just immediately deactivate yeah, they just shut down <laughs> yeah <ride> <laughs> as soon as he jizz <laughs> auto clean initiation but yeah i mean what's 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 the deal there like with was that good? Did you like that? Oh, yes, that was so good. All three minutes of it was incredible. I think I love you. 
I think. What, sorry, what was that? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the balcony. Also, like some of these uh, sex dolls, like you, um, they've slightly gamified uh, it, so you've got to try and make the sex doll come. We have to satisfy it. Yeah, you got to satisfy it. I was saying, like, will it not turn on then if you don't? No, like, I don't know. Won't f- open up. Yeah, three chances, and that's it. Not open for business. You have yeah, to take it to dinner. No, nope, you must score at least seventy-five point <laughs> orgasm points before business. Well, open before the- <laughs> yeah. neglected the nipples too much, or like the legs are like clamped shut before before you it's engage like it in half an hour yeah, yeah. of conversation. <laughs> you have to ask how its day was. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, I mean. Men have got to start getting interested in like satisfying real women, surely, before they become yeah, interested in satisfying robots. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so lazy. Um, but now, sex dolls are being made available to a wider market as manufacturers have started catering the needs of those across the spectrum of sexuality. When, where do you think the link to spectrum of sexuality leads? Oh, God, I don't know. Do you know. think it's a diagram of the actual spectrum? Yeah. If you want, what, what, oh, let's, uh, let's uh, hazard a guess. Um, the mirror. Oh, the mirrors section. All about LGBT. All oh, right. Okay, it's just all the LGBT. That's not as fun as I thought it might be. Um, One AM dolls, a sex doll manufacturer from the United States, have now created a male model to satisfy the need of this burgeoning market with all the features that you might expect of a male sex doll. Wow. So that's the phallus un- there. Unrealistically large. Yeah. Of course. Um. We actually have a male part this year. The male sex dots have been around for a, a, a hot minute, though. He's got ink. Yeah. He, um, that does... I mean, that really doesn't look like a real beard, does it? I mean, that... I mean, even for, like, a sex doll, that <laughs> looks like it's wearing a fake it looks, beard. It looks like a, a, like a female sex doll dressed up as a male sex doll. It does rather, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. They didn't want to make any more. They just used the same head to cut the hair. That, that's fine. But, like, uh, you know, make the... Well... You know, you, you, well, depends what market you're after. Where, with even with a bionic penis, the male sex doll is not just limited to one method of pleasure. Just like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, won their ass of Eden as well. You get, yeah, maybe you could get a significant points. I mean, there's got to be like a a gamified sort of app based thing where you rack up points as a leaderboard with all the other lads that have got the sex dolls. Come on, like you get extra points for eating the ass. But obviously, you know, with like the female sex doll, they do like, they mimic sort of real life porn stars. Yes. Do you reckon with the male ones, they're going to do like EDM DJs? Wow, that's like ideal. Like Diplo sex doll. Yeah, Skrillex. Mm. You know, the, <laughs> yeah, there's a Datsik one that yeah. tries, tries to force himself <laughs> on you. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't fall asleep around that one. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the guy, um, Brent, I believe his name is, but that's what his name tag uh, says. Um, he runs 1AM Dolls. Yeah, Brent Lawson. Um, he says, he has anal entry and he has oral entry for folks of the homosexual community. So not only just for females, but also for males as well. well girls like, you know... Beasting geezers in the arse as well. Of course. Have you ever heard of pegging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, peg a sex robot. That's it. What would the fucking point in that be? Well. <laughs> Jesus, girl's got a strap on and is fucking a male sex robot. I mean. There's not much pleasure I to mean, be I mean, it'd had. be for a cool party trick, right? 
There's <laughs> where's the who's getting what in this situation? Who, who, You're just who, racking who, up points on the app. Who's coming? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, cool. And then yeah, and then with the same strap on, then just shags it in the mouth. It's fine. Um but despite uh, this, the male model has a design flaw that could potentially limit its targeted clientele according to the male according to the sex doll manufacturer. To be honest with you, typically it is more for males because of the weight. Mo- because most of these dolls are around eighty pounds, thirty six kilos, about thirty six. That's not that much. To uh, thirty eight kilos, um, would say most women would be fine carrying. That. I felt women's bags that they carry around with them, with about a ten, like a two gallon bottle metal bottle of water that they have full to the fucking brim <laughs> they throw the away whole at, time. They throw away at the end of the day. Yeah. They have a sip of. They take a tiny little sip and then top it straight back up from wherever they are, carrying this fucking thing around and then complaining about how their backs hurt. <laughs> and the makeup bags as well. Oh, God. And all, it's just, uh, unbelievable. And the, just the endless stream of dildos that come out of the bag. Huge, wonking great things with suction cups on to go on the end of... What's that supposed to... Why's that got a rotary thing on it? What's, it's a mechanism in How there. What do you need? Yeah, come on. This is travel dildo. This one's for lunch. This one's for... Yeah. Uh, the sex dolls are on display are designed to be as realistic as possible, meaning that their weight is comparable to that of a human male of the same height and build. The male dolls can get up to 56 kilos that is quite heavy to be fair but i mean what you take where are you taking this what are you doing with this thing i mean if you've gone to the okay so look listen yeah <laughs> if you are one of the sort of people okay let's no i don't know it takes all sorts yeah but let's take you know let's start from a geezer and work backwards if you're the sort of geezer that has a sex doll you're probably not the sort of person that has a lot of people come around your house. No. It can sit on the sofa pretty much all day, every yep. day. Or just lie in whatever position you want it to. In the, but no, but they do, don't they? These, pe- these geezers, they, they have them. them they as... treat them like they're real people and they cart them around in wheelchairs and stuff. Oh, what, out in public? Yeah, take pictures of them. So there are some amazing Instagram accounts. Wow. Yeah, it gets a few of them all out at the same time and they'll take photos together. One guy's like, yeah, it started as a, a subject for my photography project. Oh, did it? Of course it did. Yes. Of course it yes, did. Yes, good, nice. I like it. Yeah, mm. very good. And really, the love just grew from there. Okay. Just own it, mate. Just own it. Just, just own it. Yeah, so, same with this one. If you're the sort of lass that's got a male sex robot, look, you've got a lot of cats. Okay. There's a lot of cats in the house. There's a lot of lit- uh, un- unemptied litter trays. A lot of cats. But you could presumably, uh, look, I imagine the delivery of it's quite discreet. That's probably part of the deal. But. You've only got to hoik that thing up onto your bed once, haven't you? And then you obviously you turn it every so often so it doesn't get bed sores. So <laughs> you can clean all the crevices with a Kleenex or something. Roll it off to change the bed sheets. Roll it over onto its front so you can peg it. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, 56 kilos. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair wedge. Yeah, that's, um, but it's certainly not out of the realms of possibility. Um, even with the list limitation, the dolls are no cheap knockoffs. Uh, the male dolls retail. Uh, we have two different models. One is 160 centimeters tall, um, and one's 175 centimeters tall. The entry level, uh, I believe, starts at around 1,800 quid with free shipping. That's not that much. It's in not really, That's really. A, a life partner. Yeah, I mean, think of how much. Uh, yeah, actual human partners cost. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, man. How long do they last, do you think? I mean, there must be a... Depends. <laughs> yeah. Depends what sort of usage they're getting, doesn't mm. it? Depends how many miles they're getting on the clock. There's some dude, yeah, whose job is to knock them about. What, to see if they what they can take? Yeah, to test the fucking rigidity of these things. To tra- well, test the structural integrity. Well, bash them up. Yeah, knock them about while shagging them. What kind of fucked up lunatic does that? <laughs> Stop it. This is when the when fucking Skynet takes over. This is what they're going to have on the list. We're going to want this guy on our side, though, I think. Yeah, he's going to be leading the charge, yeah, isn't he? Right. He's got form. I want to see his CV. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're ba- he's basically like the final boss for them. You know, they're going to all be gunning for him. It's like, you've, you've beaten our women. <laughs> you've been beating and raping us for too long. We must. Get- he's got some stupid fucking name. He's called something Dollbanger. <coughs> Gary Dollbanger or something. I mean, I don't know if that's his God-given name. But yeah. Oh, Kenny. update on Kenny Ken, back-to-back with Kenny Ken. Mm. Man, uh, Kenny Fukenard, who's changing his name, who has changed his name by Depol to Kenny Ken, back-to-back with Kenny Ken. However, he's been refused a passport and now refused a driving license under the name um, because they're claiming that they need evidence of him using the name. However... How are you going to fucking go around? How, you can't sign up for a credit card or a bank account you without... You can't change anything without your form of ID. Yeah. This is a freedom of expression issue. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it's a laugh and a bet, but it's also... It is a freedom it's, it's, of expression it's issue. It's the law. He's changed it by law. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, he's unhappy about it because he wants his 500 quid. Of course. And I did stipulate that I did want it as a driving license. I think that's fair. I think once he gets the money and he suddenly goes to travel places and finds it difficult, I'm sure he'll get a lot of grief at customs with a name like that. Yeah, but he's, he's, it's less less grief than Kenny Fukinard. Yeah. You know, you're not going to, like, border to border between Greece and Turkey. Like, yeah, like, mm, yeah, don't think so, mate. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, um, God bless him. Um, we should, I should get him on, on Skype at some point to give us an update. Um, poor lamb. Poor lamb. Um, maybe we're starting a crowdfunder. Do you think that's that's good? Yeah, definitely. Christ knows, I don't have the money to front it. No, at the exactly. moment. Instantly, <laughs> instantly regret this. I, like, I wasn't expecting anyone like the next day to be like, "Yep, I'll do that." Yep, and someone who already has form. It shows you the power you have. I don't, I don't know about that. Okay, now. Right, look, what we've got in terms of sheath throws today, uh, you've uh, failed me today by not coming I up. Know. Yeah, off the top of your head, mate. Anything? Oh, Sparfunk Apocalypse song, but I can't what? find it. No, it's not on that. Look, well, it'll yeah. be on YouTube. But that's just not. It'll be all right. It'll be pucker. This is only going out on YouTube anyway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what the hell do you want? This is not streaming in high, high, high def WAV. Um,. Sparfunk, uh, Apocalypse, yeah, great record, damn man. That's a decode. Sparfunk and decode. Two forty p quality. Who is uploading stuff at two forty to then get budged down to one twenty eight? And it, oh well, you know what are you gonna do, man? Year was this? Uh, I want to say 2006. Might be 2005 though. <laughs> if the fucking quality of the image was any better, you could probably read it off of there. <laughs> 
probably around there somewhere. Stin's got the right idea. For a male sex robot, you could hang it on the wall. Yeah. Different kind of pegging. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to our boy stranger. And Bunga as well. Oh, Bunga's baby. What? Hey, what's going on? Congrats to Jake Bunger, who apparently hates sleep and money. And proving it by having a child. Too good. Spa Funk, of course, one half of Moving Fusion. Bless him. That story was <laughs> like a while ago when Spa Funk was kind of doing solo stuff and not Moving Fusion anymore. Uh, he, uh, he was having trouble with people not knowing who he was. And so Gerald from Dogs on Astro was working at New Urban at the time said, well, you just need to, you know, get... People need to know that you that you made all like turbulence and all those classic tunes and stuff. So we went on Dogs on Acid and posted a thread that said, "I made these tunes <laughs> and just listed all the classic movie fusion tunes." Like, God bless you, mate. It wasn't quite, it wasn't quite what we had in mind, but uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's done. It's a roundabout way of going, but yeah, at least he got it done. I made these shoes. <laughs> well, them, well done. They're some of the best records ever made. <laughs> That's you know. give me respect. Yeah, where's my respect? Um, couple not revealing baby sex to prevent unconscious gender bias. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> give that one a mess, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just... <laughs> CIA pigeon, though. That's... Now we're in business. Declassified CIA documents show secret use of photography spy pigeons in Cold War. Wow. Um, this... Well, I mean, does this feed into the birds not being real conspiracy? Um, that birds are, in fact, spy drones. Uh, I mean, are they? is it a double bluff what? that they've got the spy drones and then put the cameras on them? All birds. Yeah, no birds are real. Really? Yeah. What's the point of the seagulls, then? Yeah, well, they're spying on... Um, they're probably taking... How many chips we're eating? They're taking pictures of people sunbathing, probably in order to um, blackmail them, I guess. Maybe they've got some sort of X-ray spec thing so they can see beyond the... Uh, Bikini. Yeah. Yeah, it's the dream, isn't it? Uh, declassified CIA files reveal pigeons, ravens, and dolphins were oh. secretly trained to help discover Russian secrets. Okay. Um, secrets of Cold War spy pigeons have been revealed after the CIA... Yes, yes, yes. The files from the 60s and 70s reveal how pigeons were trained for clandestine missions, photographing sensitive sites inside the Soviet Union. That's it. Put, set the pigeons on the fucking commies. Uh, the release also reveals how ravens were used to drop bugging devices on windowsills and dolphins were trained for underwater missions. Incredible. And the CIA believed animals could fulfill unique tasks for the agency's clandestine operations behind the Iron Curtain uh, at the height of tensions between Russia and the US. Did they successfully do this? Or was it just something they, they tried and yeah. didn't quite work? Yeah, uh, the secret files are stored at Langley in a museum. Uh, the 1970s operation codename uh, Takana uh, explored the use of pigeons with tiny crammers strapped to their bodies to automatically take photos. The newly released files show. Um, are brave, brave spy pigeons out to wreck the commies. Uh, it took advantage of the fact that the humble pigeon can be dropped somewhere they've never been before and have an amazing ability to find their way hundreds of miles back home. The use of pigeons for communication dates back thousands of years, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, look, the questionnaire was attached to more than a thousand... What's this? Anyway, no, that's bollocks. <laughs> I want to know about this freaking... How... <clears throat> One message from the resistance group uh, produced a 12-page intelligence report sent directly to Churchill. Uh, after the war, a special pigeon subcommittee of Britain's Joint Intelligence Committee looked at options for the Cold War, but didn't pursue the use of pigeons. Right. Okay. However, the CIA continued exploiting pigeon power and also trained a raven to deliver and receive small objects, up to 40 grams, oi oi, uh, from windowsills <laughs> of inaccessible buildings. Yeah, I mean, pigeons have been used to smuggle drugs into... Uh, prisons. Prisons, yeah. Um, quite successfully, and across borders. Uh, and, uh, yeah, little, little wee fucking pigeons with a little knapsack all full of pingers in that leak. <laughs> a little feathery prick all full of fucking gear. Um, the CIA also looked at whether migratory birds could be used to place sensors to detect whether the Soviet Union had tested chemical weapons. Naughty. Another option called Acoustic Kitty. <laughs> Involved placing listening devices inside a cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Acoustic Kitty is... I'd be very surprised if there's not a plug-in company called that. Because the fucking nerds that make plugins love cats. The shit they come with. Uh, in the 1960s, the files show the CIA also looked at using dolphins for harbour penetration. 
but found problems in handing over control from a trainer who had worked with the dolphin to a field agent. Yeah, I can just imagine that. Going back to cats, though, they're like the most disobedient mm. creatures in the world. Like You can't really train it to do anything. Well, they're just sort of chucking, no. chucking the device on, just hoping for the best. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they're kidnapping cats from, like, you know, particular people of interest. Bunging them full of listening devices. And then chucking them back. <laughs> yeah, chuck them back in the mix. Mm, you, would you suspect the cat? You should. I mean, you suspect... I mean, dogs. Knocks. We know this to be true. Cats actually have a habit of stealing drugs. So they're little, little drug thieves. But not necessarily narcs. No, they're not grasses. No, they're not grasses, which is nice to know. In 1967, the CIA was spending more than $600,000 on three top-secret operations. Uh, Oxygas for dolphins, uh, Axiolite involving birds, and Kitchell for dogs and cats. Want more information on this? Woman in heels is floored during vicious mass brawl outside Doncaster Racecourse. Looks like a bit of fun. Woman carried away on mobility scooter through Benidorm strip uh, in hilarious clip. Uh, lovely stuff. Gotta love the expats. Yeah, um, this is a bit of fun. Talk about uh, talk about a danger shag. <laughs> Cuffed suspects caught having sex in cop car. Uh, this is from our friends at the Smoking Gun. Uh, pair was collared for riding bicycles under the influence. That's a shitty thing to get arrested for. I mean, how fucked were they? I mean, I mean look fucked at, enough to have sex in the back of a police car. I mean, look at her face. Yeah, Jimmy Cranky's been through the works, hasn't she? <laughs> Unless she, that's from falling off her bike drunk. Could be, yeah. Yeah, he looks pleased with himself, doesn't he? Mm. Um, rocking a goatee beard like like he's under the inf- influence of thinking that it looks good. So come on, where was this? Uh, you want to hazard a little <laughs> guess? <laughs> September 16th. While under arrest in the rear of a police car, a handcuffed Florida couple removed their clothes and began having sex. An encounter that eventually was interrupted when a sheriff deputy opened the door to stop them, according to an arrest report. Around 11.40pm Friday, a cop stopped a man and a woman who were riding bicycles with no lights on a street in uh, Fernandina Beach, a city outside Jacksonville. As the two bikes cut across the reed... Uh, they were almost hit by another vehicle due to them not having any lights on. Uh, County Sheriff noted. While questioning the suspects, Megan uh, Mon- M- Mondanaro, 35, and Aaron Thomas, 31, a patrolman, a patrolman noted that he each smelled of booze and had blood, bloodshot eyes and slurred speech. I can't speak once I'm <laughs> doing them a disservice. While questioning the suspects, Megan and Aaron... Uh, a patrolman noted... That, oh, I've just read that. Christ, I'm, I'm all over the shop. I am doing the reading equivalent of how Lab Bible write articles. <laughs> not not stringing a sentence together, repeating sentences. Repeating words. Yeah. Uh, Mondanaro, who declined to perform field sobriety tests, that's always a good start, was busted after deputy concluded that she was cycling while impaired. Megan was arrested and placed in the backseat of my patrol vehicle. Officer Mark Hunter. Nice. Mm. Uh, Mark Cunter um, the cop then turned his attention to Thomas who was subsequently arrested after he performed poorly on some sobriety tests and showed signs of impairment the search of Thomas's backpack turned up seven full cans of four loco oh yeah <laughs> party time that's enough to fell a small horse and one empty Thomas said that the couple were coming from the Hammerhead beach bar uh, when stopped by police 
Aaron was arrested and placed in the back seat of my patrol vehicle with Megan, who was already arrested, Hunter noted. Um, both suspects were handcuffed before placing in the cop car. While Hunter was outside the squad car, waiting for a vehicle to transport them to jail... Huh? Oh, well, so I guess he carries on with his rounds. Megan and Aaron took their clothes off and started to have sex, according to the repress report. Upon spotting the pair trysting, Hunter opened the door to stop them. By then, Aaron was naked, and Megan had her pants down, where her vagina area was visible. He also observed her bra was halfway off and her breasts were fully visible. Sounds like uh, a <laughs> matey out of um, extras, Patrick Moore, Patrick Patrick Stewart. Uh, uh, I, sure. I saw everything. I've seen yes, everything. Okay. You know, her bra was halfway down and uh, her breasts were fully visible. I saw everything. I love the fact that matey got fully yeah. naked. He got wow. really committed and just like, I'm that's gonna, incredible. I'm going to make love to you. You don't get, you're not going to get that opportunity very often because also bear in mind, like, you know, riding a bike whilst you know, under the influence. It's, it's got to be a misdemeanor at best. You would hope. So you're thinking, well, you know, this is not going to be the end of the world. We're probably going to spend the night in the nick and then maybe get a small fine. Why not just bang. duck in, double down on this ship? As Thomas was being removed from the cruiser, he pulled away from a second deputy who was knocked to the ground. Oh, dear. Now, now things have got serious. The naked Thomas, who had moved his handcuffs to the front of his body, then fled through a parking lot. Oh, dear. He was eventually collared behind a nearby Cold Stone Cemetery. Uh, when being transferred to another car, Mondanaro, who has Miss Thirsty tattooed on her left arm. I like her. Thirsty for four loco <laughs> and cock. <laughs> An illicit backseat of a cop car cock. Um, allegedly became violent and started kicking at a deputy uh, as a result of being forced to the ground. Mondanaro suffered abrasions on her face. There you go. Oh dear, quite the struggle. She looks happy with herself as well. Yeah, she's cute. They look look like a cute couple. And then just let them go about their their drunken business. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I'm on their side. Um, Mondanaro, who is locked up in lieu of a $12,000 bond, is uh, being charged with DUI, resisting officers, exposure of sexual organs, and engages in lascivious acts. Yeah, that's 25 to life, I'm afraid. (laughs) Thomas, who is being held without bond, faces similar charges, as well as escape and making threats against public officials. Yeah, that that night out pissed up having a a balmy night on the bikes. It didn't work out, did it? It just really did take a turn. It just really escalated. It did, because I reckon if they just hadn't had the sex... It would have been quite a minor thing. I, I, you know, even with the sex, I think they'd have sort of got away with it. But then running away, assaulting the officers, all of that business. I don't know. I think like with the right arresting officer, they'd have overlooked the sex. They'd be, what, what are you doing? Oh, for God's sake, put your fucking clothes back on. Miss Thirsty. Miss Thirsty. Come on, Miss Thirsty. How goddamn thirsty are you? You only had enough four locos. Jesus, you should, should not be parched for a while. Unbelievable. Unfrickin' believable. Right, look, let's have let's have another... Em- we played that Crybaby bit by Emperor yesterday, which is off his own uh, label, which I think is called Connor's Big Gay Label. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it's... <laughs> it's his name. It's something... It's I can't remember what his surname is. I don't know. Look, we'll find it. Where is it? It's coming. I was, what, I was listening to Doja Cat. Because I just saw pedo playlist. That's oh, the pedo playlist. Yeah, yeah it's got um, lost profits. Lost in, profits. Uh, yeah, R-, R. Kelly. 
You know, Gary Glitter. Yeah, I just play it to wind up Hayley. <laughs> it's got Gary Glitter in it, yeah. Um, oh, God. It's called, the label is called Carnacarigan. I don't know if he's uh, related to Mark. <laughs> we can only train. Uh, this is called Goblin. Yeah, I like to bust out Juicy by Doja Cat occasionally. <laughs> Just get, you know, get Hayley going. Keep it juicy, eating that lunch, you Getting know, all that up. good stuff, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Is there yeah. any, any Ralph Harris on, uh, oh. on, on... No, I saw what Frisch said about handcuffs. How do you get your clothes off with handcuffs? Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of Ralph Harris on Spotify by the list of things. Guys, this Saturday, the Volks, your boy, Uncle Rankin, the Feathery King will be there. Dropping all of your favourite shoe throwers. Thank you. 
Goblin by Emperor. It's on Connor Corrigan. Go to his band camp and get it. I very much recommend what you do. Support your local scumbags. Support your local drug dealers. Listen to hardcore. Smack your children. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. That outro, Connor. Not a lot of thought about that outro, is there? Really phone that one in. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, and there can be no excuses for that. It's not like you're not a good producer, is it? Because you are. But, cut, I mean, just makes me upset, you know, that people, people squander the opportunity to really, you know, really Drag out the do outro. something with an outro. You know, really set themselves apart from the other fucking scum <laughs> that make drum and bass by really, you know, putting the work into the outro. But no! <laughs> so, look, uh, uh, look, please, if you could, let Emperor know on social media just how appalled you are by that outro. Great record, otherwise. Great. I mean, spotless. Absolutely no red pen until the last three seconds of it. <laughs> Cyclist dies after swooping magpie causes <laughs> bike crash. Magpies are cunts, aren't they? They are absolute cunts. They're some of the cuntiest. I mean, just, they're quite terrifying. Have you ever seen magpies attacking a rabbit? Yeah, no, I've seen them attack sheep. Oh. They go for lamb's eyes. Yeah, they go for the eyes. Mm. It's something really just so harrowing about that. Ah, awful. It's nothing worse than beating a lamb to death with a hammer after it's had its eyes taken out. Oh, my God. That's life on the farm, isn't it? (laughs) Fucking hell. Um, A cyclist who died after a freak bike accident caused by a swooping magpie uh, near an Illawarra beach, near an Illawarra beach, near Anne. Near Anne, (laughs) right? Oh, okay, yeah, I guess, yeah. That's a beach in that area, not the name of the beach. Okay. On Sunday, has been identified as grandfather and former school principal Alan Seaman. Okay. Witness reported the 76-year-old was riding a bike. I don't know why that's funny. It's just immature, isn't it? It's not even the Seaman bit that's funny. I don't don't know why. It was the principal bit. No, I laughed, I think, because it was felt like a a mash-up between Alan Shearer and David Seaman. (laughs) I just imagined Alan Shearer with David Seaman's (laughs) moustache. That was a nice image. Witnesses reported the 76-year-old was riding a bike... On an off-road path that runs along the length of Wunana Beach, Wunana Beach, and Nicholson Park shortly after 8am when he swerved off the path to avoid the magpie. When he collided with a fence post and was when he, he then collided with a fence post and was thrown from his bike, police said in a statement. Despite wearing a helmet, Mr. Seaman uh, suffered serious head injuries. You couldn't hold that one in, though. <laughs> uh, was treated at the scene before being flown to St. George Hospital in a critical condition. How fast was he riding? 
I don't know, man. Uh, he died of his injuries. That's a rough way to go, man. Poor Alan. Yep. Witnesses told Nine News the magpie was swooping at another cyclist when Mr. Seaman became distracted and ran off the path. So it wasn't even sweeping at him. The local residents uh, say it's a notorious spot for magpie attacks. Uh, Nathan Foster, whose wife was the cyclist being attacked, said his eyes were off the track because he was concerned about the magpie swooping down on him. And he just went over the fence and sustained some pretty bad injuries. Yeah, they were pretty bad. He died. Um, officer from Wollongong Wollongong Police District investigating. What? So they're going to try to arrest the magpie? Good luck. They all look the same. Um, that's not racist, by the way. No. Uh, the tragedy has reignited debate about the management of aggressive magpies during swooping season. What, what are they going to do? <laughs> What's swooping season? <laughs> like that's a thing. Yeah. It's like slipping season when all the old people fall over on the street. Um, uh, a particularly aggressive magpie was destroyed by Sid Good. That's, this is another job for the feathery king. Sydney's Hill, uh, Sydney's, the Sydney's Hill uh, Shire. Lot, the, why can't I read today? I swear to God, the Sydney's Hill Shire Council last month sparking outrage among some members of the community. Fuck those guys. Probably like that mad vegan woman that had tried to take her neighbours to court for basically but being in the garden. For having food in the garden. It wasn't just that. That was just the tip of the iceberg. Just the, them being... The children were in the garden sometimes. So that's it. That outrageous behaviour. Kill them all. They were eating meals. Outside. And inside. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were playing basketball in the back garden. By the basketball net. Tragedy has reignited debate about the management of aggressive. Ma- oh yeah, it's a swooping season. I'm fucked today, man. I this is not. Oh this is not God. good. Today's days like this, I feel like I should just pre-read the stuff and then just give people the gist, just off the cuff. And then like, so the magpies are, <laughs> and they fell off on the bike. It's swooping season, you know. Maybe they need a feathery king come along with all the crows, kill a few magpie, show them who boss. Yeah, don't know. Spokesperson, spokeswoman, fuck me, for Hills Shire Council said it had received 40 complaints about the magpie and it was determined to be a significant risk to public safety. I love the fact they think it's this this one magpie as well. Yeah, like, I'm just, just imagining this magpie. Definitely him. This one fucking badass uh-huh. magpie. Yeah. He's got tattoos, you know, he's smoking a cigarette, he's, he's got his shirt like, rolled up. Well, mate, give us your phone. <laughs> give me your fucking shiny things, you cunt. <laughs> You got any coins? <laughs> got any silver? I'll peck your eyes out. Yeah, you ain't too big for me to peck ya. He's, he's got a little fag on the go. Yeah, he, he needs shiny things to buy heroin. Ten <laughs> oxycontin. <laughs> um, council does not usually take action to remove or destroy magpies. The usual procedure is to signpost known risk areas as birds are generally only aggressive for four to six weeks per year. Why? What's so special? Yeah, what sets them up? What, tri- season. What, triggers, what triggers them? I don't know. I don't know, man. The patriarchy? Who knows? Uh, Wollongong Lord Mayor Gordon Bradbury said magpies were a protected species in the state and were part of the natural environment. There were no plans to remove the bird involved with Sunday's tragedy. I reckon they need another invasive species that eat magpies. That will get rid of the magpies, but then drastically overpopulate, and then they're a problem. And then you got to get something else you got in. Cull them as well. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know. Particularly aggressive pigs would be nice. Fly, flying badgers. Fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Space bats. Yeah. <laughs> Laser-eyed space bats. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, no, these fucking laser-eyed space bats. Knocked my old fella off his bike and he's fucking died. Yeah, they laser-beamed him in his fucking eyes, mate. They go for the eyes. I want you to draw me a picture of a space bat. <laughs> what makes them? What separates them from a normal bat? Why are they like a space, little space, space, space helmet? helmet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the real like when the feathery king has to bring in the real heavy artillery when the highly trained crows are not quite can't quite get the job done. They can't bring in the fucking space, space bats. The spy on the ruskies. ruskies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They get in there behind the Iron Curtain. They come up from a great height. So you can't get them on the radar. Only out at night time. Yeah, that's it. You never see them coming. Um, people can report swooping birds and the council can install signage. It's not... People are dying! He said, we don't want people to become vigilantes and remove the birds. That is exactly what I would do. I swear to God, if a bird of any species killed a member of my family or my dog, I would... I would exact the most furious revenge. You say that, but, jeez, it'd be so hard to catch. No, I would shoot them. Yeah, 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 but you... I would lure them and I would shoot them. Oh, okay. I'd okay. shoot them. You have to shoot them. <laughs> You're getting to your swimming pool. You have to shoot them. <laughs> um, Mark Laurie, chief executive of the Sydney University Veterinary Teaching Hospital, said it was pretty much fucking impossible, mate. <laughs> That's what this is missing. <laughs> yeah. To stop magpies from aggressive swooping once they've learnt the behaviour. Who's teaching it to them? That's what I want to know. I said, it's a repeat behaviour, my South African now, fuck it. <laughs> it's a repeat behaviour for individual birds, not the whole magpie clan. Oh, they're a clan now? Because I know another clan yeah. who, who also need to be stopped. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking nuisance. <laughs> yeah. The magpies, they got burning crosses in their <laughs> gardens. And these white hoods, they're a fucking menace. <laughs> Uh, certain certain birds learn to attack and sweep and it's probably like barking dogs with someone walking past the property because the people go away they think they've been successful so it reinforces the behaviour yeah well they wouldn't do it much longer if they got fucking shot in the beak mm. you know for the 2-2 rifle every time they tried it magpies also seem to be able to recognise individuals who are aggressive with them and target them yeah no you can get into a real uh uh, you can get a real nemesis. For, and it's not just magpies, crows as well. Well, and they, ravens. They remember they you. They remember you, yeah. And they're just like, and oh, there's that... I think seagulls that as well. sexy slut, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> seagulls are like, look at that yeah. fucking slut. Yeah. Oh, Catcalling. Yeah. Being objectified by <laughs> birds. Oh, fuck you <laughs> now. Sick of it. Yeah, sucking misogynistic <laughs> magpies. Yeah. Out there swooping. <laughs> Why are they swooping? Because they're trying to grope you. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um... Wearing protection such as a hat and sunglasses is also a good idea. Although the old idea that sticking eyes on a hat or helmet will trick magpies is unlikely to work. Magpies are very smart birds. My thinking is they probably wouldn't fall for the eyes, uh, Dr. Laurie said. You see these bike helmets often, they put cable ties spiking on the top. There's probably some wisdom in that. <laughs> if they hit those spikes, they'll move away. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe. Maybe a, a like an actual motorcycle helmet with proper spikes on it. That'd like, do it, wouldn't it? Or with a, a bird of prey attached to it. 
with the spikes are coming out like of a it. gigantic mechanical fire-breathing hawk <laughs> attached to your helmet that a, would prevent the magpies. a fake heron just sticking off the top of your head yeah <laughs> gigantic fuck off fake heron with a huge beak that'd get the job done won't it people don't strap fake herons to them enough <laughs> Why is no one talking about this? Why is no one out there talking about the... the, It's the government, man. The huge (laughs) benefits of strapping a fake heron to your head. It obviously prevents any other birds from trying to get you. Sexual assault. It prevents the unwanted male advances. (laughs) I swear to God. No matter what else you're wearing, you could be wearing a couple of sugar puffs over your nipples and nothing else but if you've got a giant fake heron strapped to your head men will leave you alone it's true honestly you you can walk naked through a frat party and then it will be like parting the red sea of chads who's who's the weird girl like just just leave her she's got things going on (laughs) sucking fever like i'm just imagining like there's quite a funny uh, they're like a bit like the Onion, but it's uh, uh, it's called Reductress. They're on, on Instagram. They're very funny, and it, 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 I could just imagine a headline like "How How I Stopped Unwanted Male Attention by Strapping a Massive Fake Heron to My Head." <laughs> oh God, fucking hell! Listen, sweet Johnny, it's pretty much the end of the show. I think we've got time for a little uh, a little nugget. Look, let's play this. There's this DC breaks opposition thing. Um, it's very jump uppy, and I don't know how much of it I can take, but it's it, it's probably it's hard. It's worth just just I think we should. It's uh, it, there, I know a, a lot of a lot of the listeners of this show have recently had children, so if those children are in the room, you may either want to put some little little miniature dear little miniature like you know ear defenders on them, or just cram your fingers into your baby's ears, or remove them from the room entirely. That's all I'm saying. Hey, honey badgers has been suggested in the chat. That'll get rid of them. Flying honey badgers. Yeah, flying honey badgers give zero fucks. I can't live like the opposition. Opposition, opposition. I can't live like the opposition. Had to work more than competition. I can't live like the opposition. Opposition, opposition. I can't live like the opposition. slightly feel like jump up drum and bass is just holding you down and wanking in your face you really need the heron yeah. <laughs> 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 
uh, Google, do fake herons work? Decoys can be used, but herons are not likely to be scared of other herons. Okay, so if you're trying to get rid of herons... <laughs> Fine. Fake heron is not, not what you need. Okay, but anything else... Recommends wind chimes or even a balloon to get rid of herons. Okay. All right. No, this tune scared the new lad off. Skyline like oh, is about all I can take of that. I mean, that is, uh, you certainly do some damage with that in the dance. Upon the club. DC Breaks Lodestar present opposition. Is that. Right, so what is this, DC Breaks and Lodestar? Hey, I don't know, man. I don't know anything about anything anymore. All I know <laughs> is that strapping a fake hair into your head is going to do you a lot of favours. There's no- Sexual assaults are going to plummet. <laughs> yes, honestly, the only negative element of the fake hair strapped to the head is that it will not deter actual herons. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing's all wrong. <laughs> oh, God. Shazam has failed on that record, uh, Joseph Humphreys informs me. Anyway, it's on Bass Rush Records. It says, DC Breaks and Lodestar present opposition. Opposition, and the other side is called Higher VIP. Maybe we'll give that one a try tomorrow. Maybe that one will sound like Jump Up Drama Bass pegging you in the ear. <laughs> Uh, truly harrowing stuff, guys. Truly harrowing stuff. Um, anyway, no ro- no roll call today from Parallax because he's poorly. Uh, he says he has a throat infection from having to earn money at the Portslade Docks Glory Hole. Um, and, you know, just occupational hazards, I guess. That's fine, but whatever. The hours are convenient. Cash is all right. What are you going to do? Um, so that's that. Anyway, guys, VIP list. Thank you very much to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You are keeping this going. Without you, I would not be able to do this. Um, and, you know, I've got to buy Fake Johnny some new... Fake Johnny? Whoa! <laughs> I was going to say... That's going to I was going to say... <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Sweet Johnny, some fake gonad enhancers. So I just God, sort I'm of mix those up. Fake Johnny! Fake Johnny. No, fake Johnny. Fake Johnny, no heron on head. That's how you can tell it's the fake one. How to tell the difference between sweet Johnny and fake Johnny. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, the VIP list is as follows. Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Body Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Park, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Kemp, Stephen House, Matthew Boyles, Ryan Van Thought About Mike Pye, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chad Ryder, John Finnison, the Big DR Crew, Peter Bradshaw, Dustin Griefke, we're getting light for James Barry, Hannah by Tendale, Griffith, Lynn, Munnins, Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Edson, Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Double Grace, Sergeant, Sachi, Superior, John Bass, Chris Bates, The Bill, Carissa Botherson, Only Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Janet, Jeffrey, Vax, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dan, Deb Smasher, Kevin Carter, Chris Oh, because I won't be lonely, Rob. I over-egged it. 
<laughs> Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Dan, Sarah Hunt, the Hitch, Marcel Tech, Willow, Ben Virgo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Salazar, Big Watch, My Hill, Mike, Danny, uh, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lushmere, Benish, Dren Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, PSN Godlike, MC Hammer Daddy, and Leonardo Yeves. <laughs> Thanks, sweet Johnny. Thanks for having me. You're welcome anytime. Um, it's up, it's no skin off my sweaty, unshaven balls. Um, guys, I will be back tomorrow morning at 10am for more Coffee and Memes. Um, for more uh, of this hilarious fake heron banter, <laughs> I think, I feel like I'm going somewhere with this. I feel like we found, I we need, found something there. I need to buy one yeah. in two weeks' time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you think they are. I've got a Punch and Judy set on order. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> but by that, do you mean two elderly, yeah. two elderly women? <laughs> gonna, well, what did you want us to do, lovey? Just lie down. Lie down. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, listen, listen, champ. Anyway, next Tuesday is the one-year anniversary of Coffee and Memes. Not sure what I'm going to do, do for that. I should, we should probably get a cake, get a little Wesley cake. Get a little candle in his in his head. Don't know. Maybe just sit here, just eating actual lobster for an hour, not saying anything. Mm. Yeah, I like your suggestion of, of just editing like highlights, not even having it as a live show, yeah, just, just pre-record, yeah. just to troll everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow morning at ten a.m. Um, cheers, sweet Janny. I'll cheers. see you soon. God bless you all. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>